Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome back to Built to Thrive and our final episode this week on the theme of stress. We're going to end this week by going back to the start when I asked you to identify the motivation that you have to lower your own stress levels. If you remember, one of my motivations for managing my stress levels better was to be a calmer dad, a better husband, and a more attentive doctor. Did you manage to find out what it was for you? It could be that it's just for you. It could be that that's going to help you feel calmer. It's going to help you sleep better. But it could also be for those around you because when we are stressed, when we've had a lot of those micro stress doses and we feel close to our stress threshold, it's often the people around us who suffer. Now, if you manage to try out some of my suggestions this week, that's great. But, you know, as a doctor, I've been practicing now for over 20 years. I'm pretty realistic. I know that many of you won't be immediately able to take my advice and follow it to the letter every single day. In fact, if you try and do too much at once, it can start to become overwhelming and unsustainable. So maybe you haven't managed to have a golden hour each morning yet. You know, maybe you managed only 10 minutes, which again, I think is absolutely fantastic. But have you tried anything else? Did you try the reframing exercise? Did you make sure you celebrate every time you do something healthy for your body and your mind? Whatever you managed to do or not do so far, that's completely fine. I'm going to be here every day, Monday to Friday, just feeding you gently teaching you, hopefully inspiring you and giving you loads of practical tips. Over time, you're going to be able to identify which are the key ones for me that are going to help me in my life. Now, in today's podcast, I want to talk to you about gratitude. What are you grateful for in your own life? You remember yesterday I talked about rumination and how much it can contribute to our own stress levels. Well, I suggested a reframing exercise that's going to help you combat this negative cycle that we can also easily get stuck within. Well, in addition to reframing, another great remedy for rumination is gratitude. I believe that taking time to be grateful every day is an incredibly powerful way of increasing your quality of life. But don't worry, I get it. Many people are put off by the idea of counting your blessings. To some people, many of my patients included, It can seem a bit sentimental and silly, but the reality is there is hard scientific evidence that supports the idea of gratitude as a meaningful health practice. Let me tell you about Martin Seligman. Now, Martin is a world-renowned psychologist and an expert on happiness studies or positive psychology, and I'm a big fan of his work. A few years ago, he tested out something called the Three Blessings Exercise. Martin had his research participants write down three things that went well every day, no matter how small. And alongside that, they had to write the reason why it went so well. For a whole week, his participants did this every night before they went to bed. And only seven days later, Martin found that they had increased their feelings of life satisfaction and decreased how depressed they felt. Put simply, gratitude works. So why not try it out as you listen to this podcast right now? What three things are you grateful for in your life? Now let's expand this exercise beyond the one that I just told you about that Martin did. You know, his research participants had to think of things that went well, but we can be broader than that. What personal qualities are you grateful for? What people in your life make you smile? What exciting plans are you looking forward to? 
as I speak to you now, the first three things that come into mind for me are, I'm grateful the fact that I've got the ability to buy healthy, nourishing food for me and my family. It's raining outside at the moment, so I feel incredibly grateful that I have a roof over my head tonight. And I'm also super grateful that I had time to go out for a 30-minute walk in nature over lunch today. I mean, these are just super simple things. It didn't take me long, but I'm already feeling more upbeat just from imagining those things and saying them. So I really want you to have a go. Again, if three is too much, right? think about just one. What's one thing you're grateful for? Even that will start to shift your mindset out to negative thinking and put you into that positive frame of mind, which makes such a big, big difference. Now, I think this exercise is going to really, really help you. If you want to supercharge its effects, I'd really recommend that you write these three things down too. It helps you really engage in the process properly. And it's wonderful to look back over previous weeks and see how much there is in life to be grateful for. So let's recap what we've learned about micro stress doses this week. Micro stress doses are those little bits of stress that add up bit by bit to bring you up to and often over your own personal stress threshold. In isolation, you often don't notice them. It's that buildup that makes the real difference. Now, of course, some of these MSDs are unavoidable. Some are inevitable. But even if you are being exposed to lots of MSDs, there are some really simple and effective things that you can do to reduce their impact on your well-being. Now, to start with, I ask you to experiment with setting boundaries around your morning routine. I challenge you to see if you could have a golden hour in the morning. Rather than allowing the world in with all its stresses, I suggested that you either have your phone off for an hour or keep your phone on airplane mode whilst you focus on what really, really matters. Again, I really appreciate that one hour may be too much. It really depends where you are in life, what your current baseline is. For some of you, if you're used to going on your phone immediately after you wake up, you know what, 10 minutes is gonna feel like a long, long time. So I always want you to start where you're at, be kind to yourself and slowly, slowly build up. I know for me, having some time without my phone each morning makes a massive difference to the way I feel immediately, but it also has a knock-on effect throughout the rest of the day. And for those of you who tried it, have you reflected, how was it? How did you feel afterwards? How did it compare to those mornings where you put your phone on and you were scrolling through social media and reading the news headlines? Because if you start to connect to that, that can really, really help convince you to do this. Not just once, not just when I'm asking you to, but beyond that, doing it regularly because you know that when you do, you feel better. Of course, we also learned this week how the human stress response evolved in order to keep us safe and help us handle physical threats like predators. Our bodies are put into a state of fight or flight thanks to a fantastic system that sets off all kinds of processes in the body. The problem is that the stress response is only supposed to be activated occasionally, but modern life feeds us so much information that our bodies spend more time in a stress state than is healthy. This feeds our emotional brain, meaning that we're on high alert for threats all of the time. So if we can just eliminate unnecessary MSDs and set a few boundaries around our time, it can have a massive impact on reducing our stress levels. 
I also spoke about the idea of rumination and how that can contribute to feelings of stress. This is when your mind simply can't let go of a negative event and keeps replaying it, spiraling and catastrophizing until you feel exhausted. A great way of tackling this is to engage in the process of reframing, where we take a step back, gain some perspective, and tell ourselves a new, more rational story about our experience. It might not be easy at first, but the more you practice it, the stronger your rational brain will become, and the easier it's going to be to escape those negative thought patterns. And of course, we also learned about the importance of celebration. I shared with you how Professor BJ Fogg talks about reinforcing healthy habits by rewarding our brain with a burst of positive emotion immediately after doing any habit that we're trying to bring into our lives. It could be a fist pump, smiling at yourself in the mirror. It could be just a tick on a wall chart. It doesn't matter what it is, but just something small to really wire in the habit. And actually, this celebration trick works for all kinds of habits, not just ones that are related to stress. So next time you make a healthy choice at lunch or do a quick five or 10 minute workout in your kitchen, why not make sure you celebrate it at the same time? Thank you so much for joining me this week on Built to Thrive. I'm going to be with you every Monday to Friday over the coming weeks and months. And I have so much inspiring information and practical health hacks that are going to really improve the way that you feel. Next week, we're going to be looking at something we do around 25,000 times a day, often without even thinking about it, when we explore the way that we choose to breathe. Until then, I hope you have a good weekend with as little stress as possible. And of course, do let me know how you found this week's show, what tips that you found useful. You can get in touch with me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you so much for listening.